Hey everyone, it's Bill, and you're tuned in to episode 98 of Three Questions and a Song, where the title says it all, except for that three thing, because it's not really just three questions. This is episode 98, which I already said. You are checking us out at Build a Scene, music from 412, um, probably, possibly, Rudy Radio, and who knows where else at this point. Maybe you're watching us on Roku or on Fire TV, as this is the second episode of Three Questions and a Song that are headed to that those venues with me tonight are um anaphylaxis what's up what's going on (laughs) everyone's like who talks first (laughs) (laughs) um so first i i I actually i know i said i was gonna have matt's question after the break but i feel like we should probably start with matt's question because i just remembered what it was so i'm gonna go ahead and let him ask it you're actually gonna going to be able to hear him um i also gave you an assignment to ask anaphylaxis question which is the next episode's guest yep and hopefully it's not how do you pronounce it because i hope i'm saying it right (laughs) yeah my main question for them would be where would be the main inspiration that you guys drew from for the name aside from having an anaphylactic reaction (laughs) what was the main inspiration for choosing that name um, I also gave you an assignment to ask anaphylaxis yeah. question, which is the next episode's guest. Yep. And hopefully it's not how do you pronounce it, because I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> but, yeah, my main question for them would be, where would be the main inspiration that you guys drew from for the name? Oh, my God. My friend Connor was making fun of me one day because uh, I'm allergic to I'm allergic to stuff. So I, I always carry like like an EpiPen. And uh, that's where the band name came from was anaphylactic shock. So it's anaphylaxis. That's and uh, yeah, it, that, that's that's where it was. He was he came over. We had a couple drinks, and then he made fun of me. <laughs> so it was exactly what he thought it wasn't. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> he said it can't be that. <laughs> it, it is. It's that simple. Um. So since we kind of went early with it. Why don't you um, go ahead and your assignment was to come up with a question for Kill Main Saints. My question to them is they're, they're a very large band. Like they have 15,000 followers on Facebook. Uh, what I wanted to know is how do they one, stay motivated? And two, they've probably gone through lineup changes because it takes time to build a following like that. How do they, how do they deal with lineup changes and uh, bringing new people onto the band? It's funny that that's your question because I was just on their Facebook page and it looks like they just got a new drummer. Really? (laughs) I don't know if it's like a second drummer or they replaced a drummer, but there's definitely a new person in the band and he was sitting in front of drums. So that's, that's, that makes it easy then. (laughs) Okay. So that's, you're going out on your first tour and for some reason you hire me to drive your tour bus. What are we going to listen to while we're driving between stops? Hmm. I think everyone who answers this is going to give a different answer. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> uh, Anyone want to start? <laughs> I'll go first. I like Taylor Swift. I'll be honest on road trips. <laughs> Taylor Swift, like the old country stuff. That's my vibe. So, like, definitely some Tay Swift. I think we're listening to Cannibal Corpse. 
Very nice. Um, I feel like I'll stick with uh, maybe our theme of the band, which is uh, corporate emo. So I'm definitely into some, maybe some fallout boy, uh, something like that. Or when I'm in my, my, my bag phase, maybe when I'm trying to feel a little bit more harsh, I'm going to listen to Wes just put me on to Polaris recently. So maybe listen to some screamo metal. Um, I really like, I really like all genres of hard rock and metal music. So it gets me hype. It gets me ready. ready. Yeah, I'm very bad at, bad at the name. I think the songs we've been listening to on the trip is Falling Rivers. Is that cut like that? In reverse, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the Rake. one, Smirnoff. And who? In the Smirnoff or something like Slipknot? Slipknot, yeah. Exactly. Slipknot. <laughs> Here we go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I feel like my answers are so different. I'm listening to, we're listening to Steely Dan's album, Asia, Start to Finish. <laughs> you guys are kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's, what's the right answer? There is no right answer. <laughs> what's your answer? I, honestly, sometimes I sit here and, and they, Bands answers. I'm like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have gotten hired. But I'm good with what you guys are going to play. <laughs> Although I will say that I wouldn't consider Taylor Swift to be old country. No, no, no. What I mean is Taylor Swift's old stuff, like when she actually played okay. country. Gotcha. Not yeah, pop. I'll be honest. Me and the new Taylor Swift don't get along very well. <laughs> her best, her best two albums are uh, Fearless, and then, and then. Um, What's the one that comes after it? I don't like Red, but I like Fearless and uh, the one that comes after it. I don't like her old country stuff. Wes and I are going to fight about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Kiss played at in a, in a bay in Australia to a bunch of great white sharks. And Metallica played in a bubble in Antarctica. What is a non-standard venue that you would like to play at? Oh, okay, okay. Does anybody else want to go first? Because okay, we're we're gonna play in New Zealand on the top of a cliff to their native birds, the kiwis. Or or we're gonna play at one of those like underwater hotels. I feel like Jack might be the only one here right now that's going. This is kind of cool. The rest of you are going. What do we get into? <laughs> no, that's that's a great question. I feel like an unconventional spot to play at would be like maybe a subway or a Denny's and like throw everybody off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you would think that that answer is He's off, hungry. but that's like the fourth time I've heard Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Denny's is at the top of my list. It's definitely a dream of mine to be able to play at a Denny's. <laughs> yeah. One of my first live music experiences was whenever I was like five years old and my elementary school went to like a Dave and Buster's. And there was a live band playing there. So if I could provide that experience to another five-year-old kid, sign me up to Dave and Buster's, honestly. That'd be an experience. Like, put us in the ball pit while we play. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, Greg inspired me. I think I will play on a bus. People have nowhere to escape. They have to listen to us. <laughs> It'll be super loud. They have no air plug, and they just have to listen. <laughs> uh, before we go any further why don't you guys 
um, introduce yourselves. Your names are on the screen, but the radio people won't be able to see it. And tell us what you do in the band. All yeah, right. Sure. I can start out. Um, sorry, Young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wes, and I play guitar for the band. I'm Young. I'm the singer for Anaphylaxis Band. Uh, I'm you're next. You have to know, no, nose go. goes. Is that what that was? Yeah, sorry, Jack. Jack. I'm the bass player, and I also help engineer and produce the music for the band. All right. Um, I guess I'll go next. What's up, everybody? My name is Greg. Um, I'm the newest member of the band, and I am the drummer. And, uh, I'm Nick. I play guitar. Sometimes I play next to West. Sometimes I play across from West. But I like when he plays next to me. Yeah, I like when I'm close. <laughs> yeah. The closer, the better. Yeah, the closer, the better. <laughs> um, your home base is State College. Is that correct? State College, Pennsylvania. We are all Penn State for now. Have you ever played in the Rathskeller, which has been going for a little while? But the what? The Rathskeller. You don't even know what it is. No, I'm not my computer. I'm looking it up. Are we too young? It was there five years ago. Hmm. It's on the corner. Um, what is the name? Is it College Avenue or University? I can't ever remember. It's College Ave, yeah. It's it's the one that the um the diner is on. I believe that's also that is, closed. That's now <laughs> called Pickles. Uh, the I think you're right. Is now called yeah. Pickles. Huh. Pickles. Uh, yeah. They don't. They don't typically mm-hmm. have fans there, so I've never played. So it used to be legendary. Um, I never made it in there because every year, like when I'm in State College, I'm there with my seventh and eighth graders, and I'm not going to walk into. It was a bar at that time. I couldn't uh-huh. walk into a bar while, um, while taking my seventh and eighth graders on campus. So. But supposedly the floor in the basement, which is where the band played, was a dirt floor. And that was part of the reason it was legendary. Wow. That that, that seems pretty killer, actually. <laughs> yeah. Until you drop your instrument. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jack's, Jack's segueing for me. Tell me about an embarrassing moment that's happened to you while you're playing. Huh. Oh, I have a good one to start, actually. Uh, we were playing a show in Pittsburgh, and um, oh, we forgot our hi hat, and we also our kick pedal for the drums uh, broke like midway through the show or like after the first song. So Nick, I was drumming that show, and he was basically playing the drums without a hi hat and a kick. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next skip. Like, uh. as a drummer, that seems like a nightmare for me, at least. Sounds terrible. It, it was extremely uncomfortable. I was I was playing on like the I was playing hard on the toms as a kick, and it was just the it was just a, yeah. Every everything sounded like a build, like to the bridge, like the bridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what am I doing? Oh. Um, do you remember what venue that was? It was at Joe Mama's house. It was their second show ever. We uh, we put on a good show. We put on a performance. I would say it was a spectacle. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, my experiencing experience also from uh, um, Pittsburgh. It it was our first show in Pittsburgh, and uh, so we were at that time. We have two original songs. The first one is released called "Falling," and the second one called "Turn Off the Lights." We are working on um, release it right now. So there are some parts very similar to each other. So since the songs start to play. The guitar, which is Nick, and the 
and the me. We are singing another song, which is falling. And the Jack and another drummer, they are playing the falling. <laughs> so like everybody is at different places. And then in the half of the song, which we flipped, so they are playing turn off the lights. We are singing falling. <laughs> it just goes through very well. Nobody noticed, and we just finished like that. And then we used that song to end the show. After the show, we were we were so happy and uh, hugging each other. People were like cheering for us. They don't know what happened, but actually, they made a huge <laughs> mistake like that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I think I think my most embarrassing. Nothing I do is embarrassing, but this 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 is this, this is bordering on close to being. <laughs> so. Um, for the, for those of you not watching the video, everybody else started laughing. <laughs> yeah, so like we were playing a show, and um, my amp, my amp, like my distortion tone in my amp broke out. So I played. Um, we played the. I played the whole show with a with a clean setting on the amp, and uh, it was just a whole. Like like if you could imagine. Like bring me the horizon, but with a clean tone, it that's what it was. So I don't think it was more. It wasn't as embarrassing as I thought it was until I saw the video and like my hair's moving and the, the sound is like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they would be like bring me the equator, maybe not bring me the horizon. <laughs> yeah. Little little offshoot of that band. Hmm. All right, so. What I need from you guys now is I need someone to tell me about the song Falling. It's kind of, this is definitely going to go over all your heads, but it's like your MTV moment where you get to do a Storytellers, um, which used to be a show on MTV where they talked about their songs. <laughs> yeah, so this song actually came about by accident. So this was back when I didn't understand how music worked, like the theory of music. And uh, I was super into Michael Romance because I think they're the best songwriters of the 2000s. So... I was playing a shape, like I was playing um, I Don't Love You. So it's, it's like in that shape, like that that D major shape, but on the, you know, the, like, like the root's not D major, but it's it's that shape on the bottom three strings. And uh, I started moving my pinky around and it turned into this like this riff thing. And that was the chord progression. I figured out what chords were behind it. I recorded it and played it like 50 times to figure out that the chords, like the figure out the power chords that went behind it. And then... And then I didn't do anything with it for like three years. And then I played it for Yong and she was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And when we went to record it, we recorded eventually, we got together and recorded it in the studio and Jack was like, it needs a better intro. So we recorded the, we recorded the riff in octave up and uh, then pitched it up in octave because we couldn't get the sound we wanted. We couldn't get like that frail sound we wanted in the beginning. So we recorded it. Um, we recorded it in, in the upper position on the neck and then pitched it up. So it was above the 12th fret above the octave right there. And that's how the instrumental came about. And then and Yang and I sat down and uh, we wrote the lyrics over the period of three months because uh, we couldn't stop fighting with each other about the words. <laughs> so that's how the song came about. And it's the first one. Well, it's the first one that, Yong and I worked on together and then we brought it to Jack and we recorded in the studio. And uh, I would say it's, it's, uh, it's a good song, but uh, the stuff we've done as a band, I think is a lot better because we've basically built a team now and 
it's a pretty strong team. So I think what like the song following is really the, it's really our, like our foundation. And uh, that's, that's how we view it as a band. At least it just kind of came about with the two of us and three of us and Jack. And, and, and it's really more of a foundation, I guess, than, than like, than like, a, like the story is the foundation of the band, I guess, if we're going to do the MTV storytellers. So <laughs> that's, that's really the, the crux of it is, it's just, it's a starting point. It's a good song, but we've got better stuff. Okay, cool. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a moment and we're going to listen to Falling. back um so if you're just tuning in you missed them answering a question from um, matt from dragonfly effect about the band name we talked about to kill main saints um what music they would make me listen to on a tour bus um uh, non-standard venues all kinds of stuff and now we're going to get to the most important question of the evening and that is what is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician I have a story about that. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, this is actually at the last uh, place we played in Pottsville. 
a few weeks ago. So right before it was just uh, Nick Young and I, because Greg and Jack couldn't make it. So we just did an acoustic set at the bar. So it was us three. And right before the set, we went down to a pizza shop and it was a really cool pizza shop. They had like kind of a, a buffet style pizza where you could like look through a window and see a bunch of things and make your own toppings. And uh, I really liked, I really wanted a meat lover's pizza and I didn't see one. So I asked the guy behind the counter, can you make a meat lover's pizza? And he said, yeah, what do you want on it? And I said, give me all the meat you can fit on a piece of pizza. And he goes <laughs> like, you mean like quantity? I go quantity and variety, like as much as you can fit. So he goes, you know, I'll, I'll take care of you. So he comes back about a minute later with a, a stack of meat about this high off the pizza and it was beautiful it was so greasy and disgusting and i ate the entire thing and i didn't feel great afterwards but it was worth it <laughs> oh my does anybody want to try and top that i don't think i can no it was honestly i like i i i've never seen anything like I, i've never seen anything like this like to this day it, it did it really was one of the high points in my life like there's probably 10 things i remember the day i died and that's one of them. The nine other ones are a lot less artery killing. <laughs> All right. So this next question is my, it, it's become the official build the scene question. I ask it on pretty much every show and that's who is your Dave Grohl. And by that, I mean, who do you want to go up on stage with and play one of their originals? Who do I want to play originally? So, so, like, the Foo Fighters bring people up on stage all the time, and they play a Foo Fighters song. Mm. Uh, I, want, I want to bring the Foo Fighters on stage to play one of our songs. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Mike, so, my, my, there's a whole story behind why Dave Grohl is the official question. But eventually, someday he's going to hear this is happening, and I'm going to get to talk to him, and I'll tell him that you want him to play with play one of your songs, <laughs> or or I'm going to end up with a uh, PFA and not be around allowed to be around Dave Grohl, which isn't a big deal because I'm never around him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had to choose. I don't know. I, I think I, I'll answer the question. I think I think I would choose. Um, I think I would choose as I lay dying because mm-hmm. I there's I just I just love metalcore and they were my first mm-hmm. metalcore band my first love art <laughs> that and uh Chloe Kardashian right oh yeah yeah we tagged Chloe Kardashian in all of our Instagram posts I would love to be on keeping up with the Kardashians <laughs> <laughs> I, I've told this before but Brian Johnson from ACDC did and Dave Grohl, you can look it up on YouTube. Brian Johnson shows up at Dave Grohl's house with a van, and they talk about vans and music and stuff. So I tagged Brian Johnson and said, hey, how did you get a hold of Dave Grohl? And they both ignored me. <laughs> so They'll be sorry one day. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, um, if If you could write a song with any songwriter in the history of the world, so living or dead, who would you want to sit down with and write a song with? I'll probably choose MCR because when we were working as a band, we use a lot of strategies where we heard from them. So I guess they would say, you guys work really similar with us. 
Anyone else? I don't know if he's as much as a songwriter as a producer, but I, I'd like to work with Rick Rubin. I feel like you don't even like, have to. You don't even have to elaborate on that one. <laughs> I feel like I would become enlightened after a conversation with him. <laughs> he looks nothing like I thought he would look like. I don't know if you guys ever googled him. Yeah, <laughs> and a producer. He's more of a what? Like a Shaolin monk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I feel the vibes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So. Following you said is part of a of a bigger project. What what else? What what's going into that? And and where can the listeners and viewers find it when it's done? So we typically post on our Instagram. I guess we'll get through where you can find us. Shout out us. So you can you can find us on Instagram at uh, anaphylaxis underscore band. We're on we're on a lot of the streaming stuff. Uh, it's all in the label. Link tree is in our Instagram bio. You can find it. And that has all of our stuff in it for other streaming platforms and the Facebook page. Yeah, there it is. Link, link, link tree, anaphylaxis underscore band. So this project is like, it's something that we started with our friend Connor, who's, who's in France right now, but it started as like, we wanted to play shows and then, then we wrote the song falling and we were like, this is good. So, so at that point, it was Yong and I were the two two members like of the band that were that were there, and and we were like, this is really good, and then we recorded it with Jack, and it was like, this is really really good. So Jack um, Jack met Greg, and Greg played another band. I thought and the grand, the band Greg played for was uh, Gonzo's, and truthfully, I thought Gonzo's was the most technically ta- ta- like, technically talented band in State College. Like like they were really really good. Like all around, all four of them were really good, and that, that's how we met Greg. So I was like, "Is there a way we can we can uh, we can get Greg the Trump for us?" <laughs> he was like, "We'll see." <laughs> <laughs> so I met Wes through some of my friends in the blue band, uh, the Penn State marching band. They've uh, the Penn State marching band. Uh, I've been playing with a couple of the members of the snare line, or this the, is that what's called the snare line. Um, Close enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> been playing with a couple of members of them for uh a couple of years and then one day west was like playing and he just starts he just starts doing the two finger tapping thing at practice and i was like oh how can i get him to play in this band <laughs> like <laughs> so like and and jack's jack's a multi-instrumentalist so he's he's good at he's good at everything that he, he picks up and plays mm-hmm. basically young and i young doesn't say very young doesn't talk very much but she should because she has a lot of good ideas Basically, the whole idea was we wanted to bring people on that were committed and talented, and we've built a really strong team. So now the project is about just growing the band, just growing a band, playing killer live shows, and having a good time. Very cool. So I have one last question for you. So this will this will air on the fifteenth of May, and coincidentally. On the fifteenth of May, I'm going to be in State College. So, are you guys playing on the fourteenth, the fifteenth, or the sixteenth? Those are the three days I'm there. Probably not because it's Sunday, Monday, no, Tuesday. We're not. <laughs> As of now, the the scene in State College kind of dies out in the summer because all the people who go to the shows leave. everybody goes home. Yeah, but and, and graduation is the week before I'm going up there because I'm going up there with my seventh and eighth graders for the science thing again. Oh. <laughs> 
if you're, if, I mean, we'll extend an offer while it looks like Wes and Young and I will be there. If you want to meet up and go out to lunch, grab a drink or whatever. I actually also might be there too. Jack might be there. Craig might be there. <laughs> but I don't think we're playing any shows. I think our plan was to take some time to uh, work on recording some of the songs, hopefully to release this summer. Generally, yeah. generally, um, it's, I can't remember which night I do it. But my brother lives in Bellafont, so I usually meet up with him too. Um, but we see if we can fit it in somewhere. I, mean, I could sneak out after I tell the kids they all have to be in bed. Um, <laughs> their parents. Now listen, their parents are there too, so it's not like I'm actually watching them. <laughs> uh, that, that sounds good. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but, hey guys, uh, I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode ninety-eight. And uh, uh, those of you that are watching this for the very first time, you can go to buildthesteam.com. There are 97 other episodes of this. They're on the website as of Monday first. Um, and there are 660, well, not true. There are about 400 episodes of the Pennsylvania Rock Show on the website. So lots of me- Lots of music to check out there. Most of it is local unsigned from Pennsylvania. Um, some of it is from all over the world because, you know, if it's good and it, they send it to me, I'm probably going to find a real reason to play it. Plus, I have a radio station there that plays 24-7 all unsigned, so you want to check that out as well. Um, so my name is Bill, and this has been episode number 98. If you questions this song, make sure you check out everything that I'm involved with by going to buildthesteam.com, music412.com, or firstangelmedia.com. And you can check these guys out by going to their link tree. It's link tree slash Blaxis underscore band.